is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to Breathe In. I'm Tiffany Rich, and I'm here with my salty sister, my best friend, Leah Farone. Hey, guys. Hi, Leah. So, Gunnar left us alone yeah. on this podcast. He trusted us to do a podcast alone. I don't I don't know what he's thinking, but <laughs> it's, we're kind of ridiculous people, but we it's are. fine. I love it, So, though. I know. So, today, <laughs> we wanted to talk about the struggles of women with cystic fibrosis. Yes. I think it's not talked about, right? It's not really talked about enough, or at least I've never really seen anything other than no, things we've posted or, you know, a couple other girls, like, in the CF community. Yeah, you like, know? I know there's some groups or something that talk about just girl stuff, but yeah. there's nothing, like, publicly out there. Right. Because being a woman in itself That's is hard. a struggle. Yeah, it's it is hard. a struggle. It's complicated. We have a lot of challenges that arise mm-hmm. um, naturally. And, yes. you know, the, people just don't talk about that stuff because they don't feel comfortable. Yeah, but, you know, me awkward, and you, you know? We're, we, we are fine with it. I know. We're, and we're, like, not awkward. Or at least I don't think we're awkward people. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I remember I did a YouTube on, video on this before. Yes, you did. Yeah. And it was just the struggles because when I was going through um, being on the list and stuff, I mm-hmm. had a lot of things going on. Oh, yeah. And then we would talk about our struggles. Of oh, being yeah. Old. And I feel like they matched up for the most part, other than the fact oh, yeah. that you were on oxygen and yeah. you couldn't really move. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we, we bonded in that way that we yeah, exactly. could talk about this stuff. So we hope that we can help other women right. in this way. So yes. let's just jump into it. Okay. Let's talk about the purse situation. Oh my gosh. The purse situation is like the worst. It is the worst. Okay, first of all, you can't breathe, and you have to lug this huge purse. It's a bottomless pit of a purse. Right. That's what I call it. And I don't know about you, but I had so much stuff in there uh-huh. before I mean, trade. I, like you I still do, but yeah. not as much, of course. Right. But with CF, we have to have so much. So what's in your purse? Um. Okay, so a couple years ago when my lung function kind of dropped – I had to learn how to carry, like, a smaller crossbody bag rather than, like, my huge purse. Because I just don't think people think about the fact of how heavy a purse is. They don't. You know what I mean? And, like, I had a certain lung function and it was like, oh, hey, you can't carry this anymore (laughs) because guess what? You are not going to make it through your day. It's like 10 pounds. (laughs) No, it legit is. Because I used to carry one of those, like, big, like, long champ purses. You know what I mean? And I would have, like, a water bottle in there. I would have all of my enzymes, every pill I could possibly need for any situation. You have your hand sanitizer. You have, like, wipes and things like that for different Mm -hmm. situations. I know you have a mask because, well, it's, you know, after transplant. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You kind of need that. You know, you never know what situation you're going to be in or if, like, someone's coughing. 
But then, like, you have all the normal girl stuff. Like, you'd have, your wallet. I would have an umbrella because, you know, I like being prepared for situations. For sure. You'd have tissues. Yes. Especially for mucus. Um, (laughs) Because I can't help it. And scientist problems. Yeah, exactly. I have both. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then, like, a bunch of other random stuff that would just end up in there. But, like, it would be a heavy bag. You have to say the inhaler, girl. Oh, yeah. I have the inhaler. I always have the inhaler. It's, like... Usually in my pocket lifeline. at work. That's a lifeline. It is. Even and I don't think it does a whole lot for me, but I like having it as a security blanket. <laughs> exactly. I had to have a little bit extra when I was going through right. transplant. I had yeah. to have my oxygen concentrator, extra batteries, which weigh a ton. Let I, me tell you. How much does an oxygen concentrator weigh? Okay, it was eight pounds. So I That's had to hold lot. that on one shoulder, and then I had my bottomless pit of a purse over here with the charger, with the, the extra batteries with um how long does the battery first, last um like five hours it depends on well, how yeah, many if you're like in class one. or whatever you need more than one. yeah yeah exactly so i only need one for class but i mean like if i was going out for one of those you know weekly uh um, yeah, weekly time, like outing yeah, yeah then i would need extra so i had to hold all that I usually made Jeff hold something. He Sometimes he just hold my oxygen concentrator for me right. or vice versa. You know, he'd rather hold the oxygen concentrator than the purse. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just having all that and plus what every other girl has, you can add makeup in there because, right. you know, I just have that makeup yeah, girl. Yeah, I'd have some type of makeup. Yeah, like lip gloss, you yeah. know, the essentials. Like all the little things, but they just like add up, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I remember when I had to, like, switch from the big bag to the little crossbody. Uh-huh. I've had to sacrifice a lot of things in my bag. Yeah. CF-wise that I would normally bring. So it's, like, exactly. very condensed. It's, like, Purell inhaler. And then I have my pill box with, like, every situation known to me. And, like, I have my yeah. enzymes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I get pretty bad migraines. So I have different mm-hmm. migraine meds depending on what CF meds I'm on because I can't take certain yeah. ones with different things. So... It definitely adds up, and yeah. people don't think about how heavy the bag is. I usually have my friends carry it if I have a big bag, so yeah. there's right. that. Exactly. Yeah. And then don't get us started about going somewhere for a night. Oh my gosh, that's I all, know I posted about that like, this week. That's ridiculous. Oh, it's the so, worst. Yeah. So then we go from bottomless pit of a purse to yes. we think about how we get the salty skin. Right. Salty skin. So sometimes you need a snack in your bag. I forgot about the snack. Yeah, I usually have would have a snack too. Actually, in my crossbody, I always have a snack. Exactly. Like I have a granola so, bar or something. Especially on these hot summer, humid days for you. Humid over there. It's not humid yeah. here. You very rarely hot. it's humid, but right. you need a salty snack because of the fact. Well, we're gonna sweat out all our salts. We have we salt do. crystals coming out of basically everywhere. We. I mean. When you, all right, I feel like when I look at my skin in, like, August, I can yeah. literally, if I've been outside for, like, you know, at least an hour, yeah. I can, like, brush my skin, and it's like, yeah. oh, hey, there's yeah. a lot of salt there. It's also, like, stained my clothes pretty much because... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it's just kind of gross. Yeah, and... Or at least need, I feel gross. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel so disgusting when I'm all sweaty, and, you know, that's not ladylike, in a way, to yeah, be, like, but, like, whatever. Sweaty. Everyone oh, sweats. Well, what are we going to do? We can't help it. But, right. so, 
I found, like, with being a girl, we wear makeup, and you know, we've noticed that I love makeup. Yeah, you do. And I love it, too, but not found, to your degree. Yeah. So, <laughs> I always find that when I have my foundation on, it gets cracked and stuff because of the salts. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and all it's like, that time, my face just doesn't look cute anymore once I hit, like, three hours of makeup. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, like, all that um, effort you put into it. I know. Great. And I'm, like, it's everyone, we can take pictures whatever. right now. Like, right when I get somewhere. Because guess what? Yeah. I'm going to be all salty in, like, ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, you can't help uh, it, though. It's, it's crazy. But I feel like there's a lot of, like, body image things when it comes to having CF yeah. and being a girl. Like, I know we've talked about in the past the whole CF belly. Yeah. Um, and I think some people have it worse than others, you know? But totally. I think everyone has it to some degree. Mm-hmm. Especially the people that have, you know, issues with digesting food, which majority of people with CF do, but there are, yeah. you know, people in the CF population that don't. Um, yes. So I don't think they necessarily have it to the same degree, but I'm sure they get it yeah. too. Um, but yeah, that can definitely make you feel self-conscious, especially in the summer, like yeah, wearing a bathing suit, suit and then you go eat like the tons <laughs> you, you of like, food that we have to and then you look like, like you're a pregnant. funnel cake or something yeah. you just go to the boardwalk or something and eat like a huge funnel cake and then you come back looking like you're six months pregnant and everybody's like what just like, oh my gosh what happened to you <laughs> my favorite's when like different friends with cf will just like send you a picture like yeah. from the side after they eat and they're like <laughs> yeah. six months pregnant or did I just eat like a hamburger, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> I remember and I think I said this in a podcast before that I got asked if I was pregnant. Did and you really? Yeah, like this <laughs> he was probably like nine years old. So, you know. I had to sit him down okay. and say, and you know, don't at least they were young. <laughs> Yeah, I was young, and I had to just... I remember this story. Tell them. Yeah, yeah, I would tell them that, you know, you shouldn't ask anybody that they're pregnant if you don't know. No. And then I told him, you know, I have a digestive issue with my lung disease, and that's what happens. Right. And, you know, it is self-conscious. I feel like a lot of girls have that self-consciousness about it, and it's okay to have a CF belly. Come on. Oh, yeah. You know, it'll go it's away. It's deal. not like permanent. It goes away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Which is a whole you other know? thing. With That's a whole other struggle. I know. Like, you know, I think we got this question before about like yeah. farting in front of a significant yeah. other or just yeah. in front of people. Um, yeah. And just like how often we have to go to the bathroom, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely was interesting in like school. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know, when we were younger, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I would get self-conscious about that kind of stuff. You don't want to poop in public. Yeah. Especially because, like, I don't know, when you're a girl, like, I think we're, like, not supposed to actually poop ever. You know what I mean? Someone told me that. They're like, girls don't poop. (laughs) I think, like, some Uh, guys actually think that. Yeah, Um, no, I think they really do. I hate to break it to everyone out there that thinks that, but we do. Um, We yeah especially with cystic fibrosis but I feel like when you're like especially younger and you're a girl like yeah. you don't want to go use a public bathroom to do oh, that um exactly. or like the school bathroom you know what I mean yeah. like I always went and found a public or a private one one of the family ones yeah I those are the best searched those because I felt more okay doing it there than I was in somewhere that's public and people oh, yeah. could be around me I agree <laughs> 
Yeah, no, and, I definitely try to look for, like, those private bathrooms. I still do that now, like, if I have oh, to, yeah, I you know. Do. And I think I always feel cleaner in, I don't know yeah. why. No, I do And, like, a private one rather than the community one, even though anybody could use the private one. But right. still, there's less more people, I would feel. No, I agree. You know, yeah. so I think that's hard. Especially, I just think when you're younger, it's a lot harder. I think at this point in my life, I just don't care. But, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. I think it just takes something um, to be comfortable with. But it's definitely not glamorous. Yeah, no, it's not. You know? So since we're in the midst of the bathroom situation, yeah. um, girls have other issues as well that oh, we do. men do not. Yeah, and I feel like the, our um, male listeners will love this portion. Yes, male listeners are going to love this. Yeah. But we're going to get into that menstrual cycle. Yeah. That it's, uh, because it's a big deal, actually. People don't really know these kind of things, mm-hmm. but I feel every time I had my period, mm-hmm. my lungs felt completely awful. awful. Yeah, horrible. I felt so heavy chested. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like myself. And no. I've learned that it's because of the estrogen. Right. And I feel like there wasn't, especially when we were growing up, there really wasn't a lot um studied in terms of estrogen yeah. and how that affects girls you know what I mean like I think that they knew to a degree it did but I don't think that they really knew enough to be like maybe you should be taking like a form of birth control that'll kind of make yeah. this more livable you know what I mean like yeah I don't know um but the period is like a big deal like I for as long as I've had it I've always had that just like heavy chest feeling, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You honestly almost yeah. feel like you have the flu and then you, you just feel like you really can't expand your lungs, your mucus, or at least mine gets thicker and more sticky. Yes. So it's really hard to get anything out. And then mm-hmm. it took a long time for us to figure this out, but my hemoptysis is triggered mm-hmm. by my period. I feel so, like mine did too. I felt like I had more, not like you, of course, right. but I had some when I had my period. Right, and, and I've talked to other people like that, too, and it was just, like, yeah. it's never been a correlation that I think people have been aware of, you know no, what I mean? No, I don't think so, and I feel like when people, when women go into puberty, mm-hmm. the lung function kind of, your CF progresses faster, I it feel. Does. What I've seen in myself, right, and probably in you, mm-hmm. that once you hit your puberty, it just started kind of declining a little bit slowly. But then all of a sudden with me, of course, I just tanked. But um, I feel like people don't understand how women have such this this menstrual cycle and it just (coughs) is horrible on our lungs. Yeah, it kind of cracks me up, though, when, like, you hear, like, your normal, normal friends um, (laughs) that don't have CF or, like, even chronic disease. Like, I feel like people with chronic disease, I'm sure different chronic diseases it has similar effects in just like different ways you know what I mean but like you hear like the normal people of the world be like oh my god I feel awful because I have my period I'm like I'm suffocating like I can't breathe because I've got this going on I feel like I was hit by a bus and then you have to think about the pain oh yeah we have cramps plus we have the digestive issue which makes a little bit more that adds a whole level to it also exactly so It's just so I much. Feel like, I feel like prior to, you know, starting my menstrual cycle, um, when I was younger, my CF really didn't affect my lungs too much. Like, I never yeah. had a high lung function. 
Like, I think mm-hmm. some people start off and they have a super high lung function. Others, yeah. like us, we never had 100% or even close to it. But, yeah. like, my CF up until that point was solely just a digestive problem. Like, I did mm-hmm. the treatments for my lungs, but right. it was mainly, you know, our focus was always gaining weight because I had such a hard time with that. And then it was like, yeah. I hit puberty, get, like, you know, my period, and then it flips. And it's suddenly, like, I have all these lung issues you know, my lung function Mm -hmm. just decides to, like, drop after that, and it's just, like, a constant battle of trying to figure out, you know, how to get that Mm -hmm. to stop, and it's just, it's, like, impossible, you know? Yeah, I think I went in the hospital a lot more right after I started my period, to be honest. I never went in the hospital until I started it. Like, when I think about it now, I was never hospitalized, and then once I hit, like, you know, I guess, like, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, that's when I was hospitalized for the first time. And ever since then, it's just been, you know, a constant like battle of how to keep your lung function stable, you know? Exactly. With all the women challenges that we have. (laughs) Hence the period (laughs) and the menstrual cycle. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's really hard. I don't want to say it's hard to be, it's not hard to be a man, but it's really hard to be. I think it just adds, there's like a couple extra hurdles that girls and women with CF have, you know, so yeah, it is what it is. You just got to figure out what works for you. Um, Mm -hmm. If any of you have that hemoptysis with your period, feel free to slide in our DMs because it's taken me a while to figure out how to get that under control. It's hard. It is. And then when you add the migraines on top of it, they're like, oh, we can't uh, put you on anything, <laughs> you know? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Just a mess over there. <laughs> I know. I'm a hot mess. I'm like a medical uh, mystery. It's okay. Hey, but it's fine. Yeah. It's all good. But, yeah. So, I mean, continuing with the glamour of CF and being a girl, we've talked yeah. about this before, too, but, you know, yeah. I don't know, um, about the whole mucus production yeah, yeah. and just spitting up mucus and... Mm-hmm. spitting it up in front of people um or yeah. if you're like gunner coughing onto someone and like actually spitting mucus on them um, exactly. I haven't done that yet but I'll let you all know when I do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard thing for me though like growing up yeah. I always used to swallow it which thinking about yeah. that now is probably the most disgusting concept yeah um, <laughs> now I obviously spit it out every time I cough it up unless oh, like definitely. I'm really in a situation that I can't like, yeah. I'm taking care of someone, I can't be like, wait a second. Wait, wait a minute, let me, uh, <laughs> yeah, let me go spit into this trash can. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Gross. But, um, yeah, I know growing up, I just always followed it. And then I had okay. a point where it was like, I got like comfortable with yeah. what I had going on. And my friends were all pretty supportive. So I would just start mm. spitting it out in front of everyone. Exactly. I remember... I don't know if I really swallowed it a lot of the times. I think I was so normalized by just spitting it out with my family that right. I just did it. Yeah. But I know that I, I remember this one instant. I was getting out of class and me and my friend were walking and I had I had to cough up a lot. I had a big cough attack and it was a big, it was a lot. It mm-hmm. was a good amount. So I was like, She's like, spit it out, spit it out. And I was like, okay. And I spit it out, like, in the on the f- ground. Uh, and she looked at it, and she's like, ew! <laughs> and I was like, well, I had to. And she's like, I know, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's... And at school, it was high school, too. So there's a whole bunch of people around. And you don't want guys seeing you do that sometimes. No. 
Like, uh, especially in that kind not of... At, not at that age. Like, I just feel like there's just such and, more of a struggle when you're younger. Oh, it is. You know? Because you, you want to fit in so much as you a do. girl. You want to be... You want, seen like, guys as, liking you and, like, you know... Yeah, and then you want to see a girl spinning up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I... You know, know in that situation, that you have to. You have no choice. Right. If you want to live and exactly. not have bacteria in you... Then you have to do it. You gotta spit it out. And I understand lady likes things. It's not. It's definitely not. I. It's not. But I totally mean, understand I do it. it all the time. And yeah, I feel less ladylike when I do it. But you know, sometimes you just have to. If you don't have a tissue or something, just do it. Yeah. Exactly. So like we've all learned that I prefer to spit it in a tissue after our yeah, episode exactly. of. I throw up if I see, like, if I um, see too much of it, because I'm a weirdo, Um, (laughs) but that's okay. funny, because it's your own stuff. Yeah, I can't do it. Even, like, patient stuff, I'm like, like, let's say I had a patient that was coughing, normally I wouldn't, but, like, let's say I did. Occasionally, it'll happen. I'm like, here, spit it in here. I don't want to see it, though. Go throw it away. (laughs) Uh, It's funny, because my nurse at the doctor's, she does, she can't look at it either. It's funny. It's, does she work, it's like, just, in the CF clinic? Yes, yes. That's that's weird to me. It's just funny. I, just I feel like I feel like if you work in, like, a respiratory clinic, you need to just yeah. be okay with it. Yeah. No, it's true. You know? Yeah. So, basically, what we're saying is... Get it This out. is not ladylike. And we all go through this whole stage of feeling like we are not lovable. Yeah. And that's girls. I think kind it's girls of, for the most know. part. Um, boys, yes, but it's a different thing with girls, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, like what, like we've said, like the whole body image thing, and then yeah. you're spitting up all this mucus, and then, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but just how much we eat. Like, I mean, I eat more than most mm-hmm. guys, so, you know, yeah, you so put all you're that on a together. <laughs> huh? When you're on a first date, Leah, oh, my and you want to eat, like, all this food. I do it, though. Like, okay, what? so, like... You know, my, like, couple of years of, like, single life, because before that, I was, yeah. like, a serial dater. Um, right. <laughs> I would go on, just like... Just catch people. I know, right? Let's just drop that back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, the couple of years that I was, like, full-on single, you know, and mm-hmm. I would go on dates, you know, like, here and there, and it would be, like, a first date, and I'm just, like, going to town, eating whatever, mm-hmm. because... Hey. I need the food. Yolo. I also don't, right, I don't really care. And, like, if you can't deal with me eating that much on a first date, You're... then you really can't deal with my life because it just gets worse. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I just keep eating more and more the more you get to know me. Well, see, my ideal thing is in and out burger, right? Right. And I eat, I eat a good amount of in and out burger, so you if do. you can't handle that, then I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've had this experience, but, like, just with, like, people I've dated in the past or, like, ex-boyfriends or whatever, like, I've been with people that are literally, like, you don't feel good because you eat too much or, like, mm-hmm. you're not eating the right thing or, right. you know yes. what I mean? And I've like, had that, actually. I have had that. Yeah, I've experienced that a lot and I think that's also why, like, I got to a point where I was, like, first date, like, I'm downing a burger because let's yeah. see how you deal with this. But, like, exactly. that used to really get to me because it's, like... Right. You know, like, my life I'm, is very uh, different from yours. I yeah. have a really hard time gaining weight, you know, like, I know I this break isn't down normal. break down way different than you. 
Right. Yeah. I bring and most down people away that... from you. I don't absorb it. Right. Uh, and I do still eat those healthy foods. Don't get exactly. us wrong. Like I eat a lot of healthy food, but yeah. I do hit a point where it's like, okay, yeah. I need a greasy burger because I need to keep this weight on. Which is you fine. Know? That's right. what. But it's, it's not like that's all you eat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like you exactly. just constantly eat unhealthy food, but you, like, you yeah. need a mix. I'm sure exactly. people we have a good balance, this, but that's okay. It. Right. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to figure out how to keep weight on my body. Yeah. I finally have it figured out. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Just keep doing it. Right? Whatever. <laughs> but They'd... that's, like, a hard thing to hear, and then it kind of yeah. ties back into that whole feeling of, you know, you feel like you're not lovable because... I mean, you have people, like, putting you down for, oh, you're not eating the right thing. They're, like, or, judging you. Yeah, it's just very judgy, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. That got to me for it's a It's not long comfortable. Time. You want to be comfortable in relationships and in friendships as well. You yeah, want to feel it happens in friendships, too. To it's not just, yeah. like, you know, dating a dude. It's also, like, yeah. you friendships. know. Right. So, yeah. and I'm sure people even have family members like that, you know, that just really don't get mm-hmm. it. And... Right, so it happens. Message here is you are lovable. You yes. just need the right people in your life that understand what you got going on. It's so true. Now, like for real. I feel like it took me a long time to like find the right people to have in my life. You know. Yeah. Even like friend wise and just well, with everything. Yeah. People you know? just don't understand, and then you get the people that actually do <coughs> want to come in and understand, and then they kind of see how you are a woman mm-hmm. and you have all these challenges that they have. Right. Plus you have all these other things. Right. Which goes into kind of how long it takes us to get ready. Oh yes. <laughs> because so, a, a normal girl. Yeah. A normal girl, what how, is long it, how long do you, how long normal, do you, our norm friends, how long do you think it takes them to get ready in a normal day, just going to school or, you know, work. I mean, I think a lot of girls put makeup on before they leave. A lot of people take a shower, right? Yeah. I'm so trying to think what like is normal. 30, 40 minutes, 30, 30 I minutes? Would say, I would say 30 minutes to an hour. 30. Okay. You know, let's, so, yeah, that's what I would with say. With CF, we have learned that it takes probably 10 times longer. It, it takes me forever. To get ready and even go to bed. We didn't even talk about going to bed yet. <sighs> But yeah. in order to get ready and get up and moving to do a normal thing, mm-hmm. just a normal every day I go to school, I go to work, it takes 10 times Well, time. it does because it's like, okay, so you wake up in the morning. I usually have to wake up three hours before I have to be anywhere. Right. Like, and that's not giving myself time to put on makeup or take a shower, okay? If and I want to do... Even, this isn't even put in the perspective that you're on IV antibiotics. Oh, no. Like, this is 100% healthy. Let's say I'm going mm-hmm. to work. So, like, when I go to work, thankfully, I wear scrubs, so I don't have to think yeah. about my outfit. That's good. I do not wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I do not take a shower because I'm just going to get gross anyways because I am doing gross yeah. things. Um, yeah. So, I think, like, the first thing is when we wake up in the morning, we don't feel the best, you know? I don't think yeah. everyone feels magical in the morning, you know? But, like... <laughs> oh, you feel like you have so much junk in your you chest like you're drowning yeah and you need to get that up so you go straight for the treatments because you want to have right. some relief right well that's what I do I go right to the treatment yeah. so like get up start my treatments all of us mm-hmm. know it takes me at least two hours to do those if yeah. I'm not feeling well which the past week I haven't 
I've mm. upped that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So right now in the morning it's taking like two and a half hours. And then yeah. there could be that time where I'm spending just extra time coughing up a lung and yeah. trying to get mucus out, which, I mean, that does happen a lot right before I go to work. I try to get as much out as possible because, especially when I like first get there, I'm not going to have as much time to get mucus out Yeah. Well, when I start work because I'm like trying to get all the patients started at least for the day. Um, yeah. But... You know, like, if I want to do my makeup and take a shower and look like a human being, <laughs> right. I mean, I have to wake up, like, four hours before I have to be anywhere. And yeah. that's just, like, an absurd sure. concept to people. You that, know, like, well, I am so jealous. Say if you have to work at 8 o'clock, you'd have to get up at 4. Right. So, like, I used to have to go into work at 7 a.m., and I started right. getting sick all the time because... You didn't have time. I mean, I was waking up at, like... <laughs> Between 3.30 and 4 yeah. every day. And that's ridiculous. You need your rest. And right. you And then I was having hemoptysis solely exactly. from how early I was getting up. Like, my body exactly. didn't like it. So Your body just is not happy about that. My body, its response to anything that it doesn't like is hemoptysis. It just yeah. it does. <laughs> that's just what it is. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. the body isn't like this. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, I just don't think people think about that. And then, like, when we go to sleep, it's the same process, you know? So, mm -hmm. and so, well, like you, I take my showers at night. I do too. So, so at nighttime, you do your shower, mm -hmm. then you have to go do your treat. You have to eat, do your treatments, do your vest, and then actually get ready for bed, wash your face, right. you know, do all this stuff, um, brush your teeth, mm -hmm. the normal stuff, the right. norms. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot. No, it is. Think, then you have to go into bed and you're kind of wired. I don't know about you, but no, I get, I get the same way. At night, I have the most energy of the day. Me too. I want to clean. I want to do a whole bunch That's of when I get everything done is at night. <laughs> exactly. So it's like we have to go through this whole day doing therapies and medicines right. and all this stuff, plus do our regular I, days exactly. stuff. And like I don't know about you, but, like, okay, so, like, when I've, like, went away with friends, like, when I go with my way with my family or, like, my boyfriend, it's a little different because, yeah. like, they know what my routine is every day. But, yeah. like, when I go away with friends, like, my friends are super supportive and understanding, but I think people sometimes do get annoyed, like, when we hit day three or four because it's, like, all right, we just spent all this time traveling to a place and then I'm waking up four hours mm -hmm. before we have to go anywhere and yeah. then... We're active all day, and then we come back, like, super late at night, and then I'm up for an additional, like, two to three hours. Yeah. And then people wonder why I'm tired. <laughs> you know? Why are you so tired? Yeah. You don't do anything. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm, like, I'm breathing with, like, no lung function here, and I am getting no sleep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It is. And it is. we just, we go through a lot as women. We do. We do. And then you have to, I think in a, a podcast uh, in the future, we'll talk yeah. about doing, um, having children. And oh, yes, definitely. Going through that stuff, because that's a whole nother situation. Yeah, I give all the moms out there that have yeah. CF credit, um, something yeah. I think about a lot is just, like, how you do everything that you do. Yeah. And exactly. especially with just the process Plus, of pregnancy. Um, exactly. And yeah, so we're the, definitely in the future going to have some people on that have went through different situations in terms of pregnancy, either had a natural 
birth and mm -hmm. were pregnant or right. tried surrogacy, possibly adoption, you know? Yeah. Just kind of to talk out all those different scenarios because I personally feel like I don't really know enough about it, you know? Well, I don't either, and I was told when I got my transplant that I would never be able to naturally right. have a child. Right. And when then they said you know you have surrogacy to look at, to at and then adoption which is right if i ever want a child that's the route i would go yeah i have no clue what i would do so i think it would yeah. just depend on when that time comes in my life what i would want to do but stay tuned for that i think yes. we're kind of you know hitting our time here where we need to start <laughs> wrapping things up but yes yes <laughs> shout out to all the cf girls and women out there. You guys yeah. are tough people. Um, if you guys have any, you know, girl problems that we didn't touch on that you, you know, want us to talk about in the future, feel free to slide in our DMs. And that's at breathe underscore and underscore pod on Instagram. Yes. You can <laughs> also reach out to us at Salty Sisters. Um, that's sisters with C-Y-S-T-E-R. Um, and we are on Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us, saltysisters at gmail.com. So thank you all for tuning in with us without Gunner. This was like our own little girl talk. <laughs> yeah. And also we have the Breathe In tank tops on our Salty Sisters Etsy store. Yes, we do. And they're going They're, they're going, going fast. So they if you really want are. them, I would order it now before they're gone, especially because they're only $15. Like... Come and on. it's the beginning of summer. We need those suns out, guns out, people. Yeah, and we and want to see your pictures in them, so we should come up with a hashtag for that. Well, they can hashtag breathe in, pod. Yeah, but like a fun hashtag. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we're going to have to think about this. I'll I'm hit up Laura. That, you know. But we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Can't wait to talk with you guys next week. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye.